Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Amanda, hello. Brooke, it's a Monday. Greetings. Yeah. We sort of made a promise to each other that we would never record on Mondays because we tend to be a little little smidge foggy, but I'm feeling a little bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm feeling okay. We kind of had to reconfigure our schedule a little bit after last week. We all know I had a little bit of a rough rough day. You were smack dab in the middle of February funk. Yeah, collapsada. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so here we are on a Monday. Here we are on a Monday. I I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I I know you are. I feel it. Graham and I have been going out in the mornings before school and like going on a little walk slash bike ride. He rides his bike. I walk. We've in had the some crisp winter morning air. Yeah. No, it's listen. actually not that cold right now. Right. We've had yes. some pretty beautiful weather the last week-ish. And, um, you know, it's still a little, a little chilly. A little crisp. I still wear the gloves. And we both still come home with a red nose and red ears. Yeah. But it's been really delightful. I've been closing my exercise ring <sighs> on my Apple Watch before 8 a.m. That's amazing. And we I all feel like know, confetti should come out of your Apple Watch or something really when that happens. Should. It really should. That's an um, update to consider. Yeah. <laughs> Can they work on that? Um, yeah. I mean, you know that I'm not so much of a morning person, yes. but this is something that's kind of helping him. He was also feeling the February funk yes. and we started doing it together and now it's like our thing. Granted, we are less than a weekend, so I'm not promising this okay. is going to continue forever. But yeah, I was like, out the door. I didn't feel frazzled this morning. Yes. Got to your house feeling like more alert than yep. usual. Yep. And I haven't been feeling as much of a funk in like the six o'clock, seven o'clock range at night when I'm usually like, yep. Yep. So there's a little science behind this, Brooke. I'm I know, thinking. but you know, vitamin I, D is in there. Well, sure. But I also just really feel like I'm letting down the indoorsy people. Are they still going to love me and feel like I'm one of their own? I mean, indoorsy people do go outdoors. That's true. Sometimes. I can and still. And you were on pavement. This is true. I think you just don't really ever want your feet to touch any sort of, you know, non-pavement type. No, I mean, that's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not like anti-dirt or, you know, but I just, yes, I tend to be a more yeah. controlled environment type of you person. You are taking walks in a very controlled environment. That's true. I feel. And it's been fun. Like we're walking through our neighborhoods, so we'll see like our friends leaving for work or t- dropping their kids off a little early. And, you know, it's, it's been, Look it's at been you. nice. Out there in the community, bro. Out there. That in is one of your values. 
nice. It is. I know. I uh, day one over here. I don't have a week behind me, but we, you know, we've been really struggling in the mornings getting mm-hmm. out the door. And I get it. I don't want. If I were a ten year old, I wouldn't want to just like leap out of bed and get dressed and have breakfast and bust my hair and and go to school. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to um, make them a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. We're waking up earlier. Mm-hmm. We this morning we played keepy uppy. The whole like keep the classic. Classic bluey game, keeping the balloon up in the air. And I even got some balloons that have confetti inside. So they have that like extra spark joy element. However, a little bit more difficult to play keep you up with because the confetti inside is kind of dragging the balloon down. You know what I'm saying? But also if the balloon pops, it's a super fun, colorful mess. Um, I mean, yeah, the the mess part of it is not fun for you, no. but probably fun for Is- Isabel. Fun for Isabel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We were at a birthday party actually on Saturday and one of those balloons popped and it was like, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Confetti. Fun little mess. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I like the confetti <laughs> balloons. They do spark joy. So this morning and it was lovely. We were so early to school that we had to wait in the line. Who are you? I know. <laughs> Amazing. So that was great. That was day one. I don't know what day two will hold. You know what? If this was the only day you ever got to school early, it's a day that you'll remember forever. Oh and that's okay too. Oh my God. We are so doing good. it. We're doing it. Look at us. <laughs> We're doing it. Getting through February. And actually, by the time this episode launches, it'll be March. It will be March. So we'll be on to March is the new January, starting fresh. March is my birthday month. It is. Remind me of the date. March 27th. March 27th. I knew it was at the end of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You and I are going to be together on my birthday. We're doing a field trip. <gasps> That's right. We are taking a field We're trip. We're going to go to Occasionette, which is a gift shop in Philadelphia. There's one in Collingswood, which you have been to. I have been to the Collingswood location. It is a delight. Yeah. I met the owner, Sarah Villari, years ago at a Wall Struck event. And yes. I just want to curl up and sleep and live in her store. I can't wait. I've been wanting to go there forever, ever, but it's in South Philly. And I just, if I'm going to lunch or something in Philly, like I'm going to be like, you know, in Center City and not necessarily. So we are specifically going Mm -hmm. and we added on a little coffee date with a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a little birthday day. Great. So I have a feeling I'm going to be scoring a little item and occasion that as a little birthday present to self. Maybe, or maybe from me. Ooh. We'll see. What else is going on with you? So last week we talked about that whole pre-collapsada concept. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because as we were recording, I was getting these messages from my friend. And I was like, this is how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. She's going to leave these messages. And then she's probably, by the time I even get to her, mm-hmm. she's going to be better. And that's she's what, gonna, and that is exactly what that's happened. That's amazing. So the next day I talked to her because she's six hours ahead. So by the time I got to her, she was already you know asleep, went to bed. And then so the next morning she was like, oh, that's so funny. I'm totally fine now. <laughs> um, and she was – and then explained to me what was going on. But um, – that was all she needed to say mm-hmm. was that like I am in this state of mind. I need to tell someone that. And then the next day she was totally fine. But I talked to her about the HALT acronym and mm-hmm. she was fascinated by this. However, she said, in my case, I agree with only three out of the four letters. Okay. Because the L, lonely, mm. I am often not lonely. I am often the opposite of lonely. Overstimulated. Overstimulated, Brooke. Mm -hmm. And you went right to the word Mm -hmm. because we were like, okay, well, what's the opposite of lonely? But then we were like, yeah, but then that doesn't work with the acronym. So now we have created a new acronym. Okay. So it's OATH. 
Okay. Overstimulated, angry, tired, hungry. Okay. Because me and my friend and you, you are also an introvert. Yes. So it's, I'm, I am I'm, rarely lonely. I am like never lonely. I love <laughs> my own company. Like yes. this, that might make me sound full of myself, but like I really enjoy my alone time. Yes. Not to say I want to live alone and be alone my whole life. And yes, I am sure that there are still feelings of loneliness that can exist when you're in a crowded room or, you know, yes. when you have a lot of people in your life. So we're not necessarily talking about that type of loneliness. Yes. But that is something that I rarely feel because I am an introvert who really, really values my alone time. Yes. Yeah. It's funny when this birthday party that we got home from on Saturday, I had taken Paige, Nick and Graham had gone somewhere. We got home. Um, the party had been a little chilly because it was like a wonderful horse riding party for the kids, but Aww. it was a very cold day. There were some flurries. Yeah. So even though we were like inside a barn, it was very cold. So I came home, put on my slippers Ugh. and my comfy, which yes. I look absolutely ridiculous in. It's just <laughs> this gigantic tent on myself. And I sat down on the couch with my Kindle. The guys were watching some sort of sporting event. And Nick like kept wanting to give me updates. No, don't speak and, to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and like finally, uh, he's like, I'm sorry. I have one more thing to say. And I'm like, it's fine. But then like I just yeah. did three hours of extroverting. And yes. I know that they're our friends and we had a great time, yes. but I need some quiet. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. You so, literally need, like the brain, the introvert oh, brain needs it. People 100%. always think that being, being an introvert means that you're shy and that is not necessarily what it means. No. It often means that you get overstimulated by a lot of peopling mm -hmm. and your brain actually needs quiet to recharge. Well, and I think a lot of people may, might not have realized that they were introverts until the pandemic came. I feel like a lot more people that I know identify as introverts yeah. since they were able to work from home and realize the value of yeah. a quiet space and less of like the, you know, office chitter chatter that yeah. happens a lot more often when you are like in a space that anyone can kind of come in and oh, interrupt anytime. I remember the office, like just like I would be trying to work on something, especially like I was the boss, you know, so like every two seconds it would just be like... Yeah. Hey, can I run something by you? Can I pick your brain? <laughs> hey. So da, 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 I'm just like, oh, my God. And eventually, you know, we figured out to close the door, do not disturb or whatever, you know. But um, oof, I those days were very tough yeah. as an introvert. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite memes from the, um, from the pandemic was when it was like early on and it was an introvert Instagram handle or something. And it was like, when you realize that your lifestyle is called quarantine, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this, like the way everybody's living right now, it's essentially like my preferred way of life. <laughs> yeah. There was definitely some things I didn't like about it, but there were other things that I was like, okay, this is acceptable to my introverted personality. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Last little funny update that I wanted to mention is I have just discovered this Instagram handle, this man I don't know his actual name, but the um, but it's called the Layton Show. Okay, and we'll put it in the show notes. Um, but basically, he basically does two different things. One is um, he will share people will share texts from college freshmen, like how oh, hysterical boy. the texts are, and the other thing that he will share is things that I had to apologize for this week. Mm. <laughs> so, like for example. 
and he has it pinned in the really, really funny one about texts from college freshmen. Like he got a text from his college freshman that was, what's my shoe size? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's so many levels of hilarity to that because, like, literally take off your shoe (laughs) and look at the number inside. And, like, another one was something like, um, is a 9 by 13 pan the same as a 13 by 9 pan? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) So there's really Uh, funny ones. And then, like, some of the stuff, like, he talks about things that he's apologized to his children for and things he's apologized to his wife for. Like, one of them is, like, he apologized that – his children's smoothies were too cold. Mm, okay. <laughs> like things I've had to – and like yeah. I had to apologize to my wife that I sneezed too much. <laughs> He's hysterical. Okay. So I so highly a recommend – little bit of a Joyce Barker. Bonus Joyce Barker. I know. A little Joyce Barker there. With All that, right. Amanda, should we take a little break? Yes. We'll come back. I'm okay. excited to chit-chat more today. I know. Me too. Okay. okay we'll be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. We're back, Amanda. Um, so I'm really excited about this topic today. Me too. It, it took us a little while took to us, formulate That was this. the Monday morning in us that was like, it like was. The brain was, but we got there, Brooke. We did. It took us a lot longer than it usually does. But I wrote this idea in our little notes <laughs> app the other day. You know, we use Asana to keep track of episode ideas. And I was like, I can't figure out what I'm trying to say, but Okay, we got there. We got there. And it is related to a little bit of the update that I shared this morning, which was um, we had a much better morning with Isabel. Mm -hmm. And I think that we had a much better morning because I marketed Mm -hmm. the morning as something very different than I have been marketing it as before. Right. So take us, Brooke, to where kind of – where did this idea come from about what you want to talk about today? And then we'll kind of crystallize for everybody. What is it that we mean when we talk about marketing? Yeah. So, you know, I talked about how I've been walking more. And yesterday we took the kids to the playground. We saw some friends there. And so my friend Madeline and I just kind of walked laps around the playground while the kids were playing because our kids are a little bit older. They don't, like, need us constantly. Right. And so we were walking and chatting and just this – idea came up that like so much of parenting is just about the messaging and the marketing. Like obviously if you make broccoli sound unfun, they're definitely not going to want to try the broccoli. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about food. It's just the things that we have to do next. And, you know, really just reframing how we present things to them. Yep. So you and I were talking about, you know, brought up this idea of being the chief marketing officer of our life, whether Mm -hmm. it's that you have kids or not, or that, you know, you have to um, consider your messaging with your partner or your housemate or your coworkers. Or yourself. Yes. Which for me is, I think, a big thing that I'm marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Working. That's working and marketing together, mm-hmm. Brooke. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, and granted, it's <laughs> it's much more than actual marketing, but we all understand what that means. We all yeah. understand. We've all fallen for 
the commercial for something that convinces us we need to buy it or the targeted ad, yes. which we're going to get a ton of now because our phones are listening to us, yes. um, you know, for the thing that is really not that special. But that marketing man, Ugh. they got us with that message. I know. Kind yeah. of reminds me of Mad Men. Did you ever watch Mad Men? Oh, I love that show. I don't – I need to pick it up back, back up again because I feel like I watched maybe three or four seasons and then for some reason stopped watching it. It was one of those slow builds. Yeah. A lot. There were episodes where it seemed like very little happened, but like, ugh, I loved the costumes and the mid-century modern homes and yeah. – the dialogue was often very dark and yes. slow, but the character development. Uh, I feel like of, what happened was I got a little bored. Like I'd be like, and he's cheating again. Right. And he's having an existential crisis again. Sure. And, and I was just like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's look. a good binge watch if you're ready to maybe have it on in the background while you do some other things. go back. But you want to follow. Yeah. I, I would love to rewatch that. Yeah. Artistically, it's a beautiful show. I know, right? Yeah. The people yeah. that worked on the costume design and mm -hmm. the. And Peggy, she was. So awesome. Peggy, because then she went on to do Handmaid's Tale, which was so good, which I also stopped. I do this a lot, Brooke. I've stopped, I stopped that one mid-series. I stopped Breaking Bad mid-series. That was a very dark show. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. And yeah. it was a binge watch after it, like Oof. it had just ended. And so it was heavy. Yes. Yeah, so it was a heavy Handmaid's one. Tale. Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A little bit. So I think I think I might have stopped those. It might have been COVID or something. And I was like, okay. Well, sure. You didn't really want to watch anything super dark. Right. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So, yeah. I think the marketing piece, as you talk about with children, one of the thing, one of the, one of the books that I read when Isabel was younger that really helped me with this idea was this um, playful parenting book. Have mm. you ever heard of it? I don't I know have. the author of it. I think Lawrence maybe something. But – this idea of instead of it being like you need to put your shirt on, like being really silly and being like, where does my shirt go? Does it go on my arm? Does it go on my leg? Especially with littler kids. Yeah. And then and I think now that uh, Isabel has the ADHD diagnosis, I understand a lot more mm -hmm. why those techniques really work for her because it's getting that energy out. It's being playful. It's moving around. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I think on the Gretchen Rubin Four Tendencies scale, I think she is either a questioner or a rebel. And so the fastest way to get a rebel to not do something is to tell them to do something. That they have to do it. <laughs> Correct. So I think with her, marketing is huge. Yeah. Well, and I mean, can you blame her? Like, I don't want someone no. to be barking orders at me no. every day. And I mean, it's hard because sometimes as a parent, there's things that have to get done and you do can you do feel like – Sometimes you just have to give orders, but that little bit of extra energy that you can put into um, changing your messaging, reframing yes. it as something a little bit more playful and fun can make a huge difference and it gets easier to do the more you do it. Yes. Like I've found that I've kind of found my flow with the way that I deliver some of those tasks. And yeah, I have my days where I'm like, just take out the garbage. I know. Just do we don't it. need we don't need to design a game We're around like, taking garbage the garbage. Garbage is out. never gonna be fun. Right. But yeah. But let's bring it all back to Bluey Brook. Because it always everything comes back to Bluey. Comes back to Bluey. The does. thing that I like about Bluey is that those parents are really, really good at marketing. Like, for example, there's a whole episode about Bluey called Bin Night. 
Love that one. Love that one. We have right? watched it maybe four times. Right. Where, you know, it's this whole routine and they take the bins out and there's a bird and they say hi to the neighbor and they mm-hmm. make the bin talk. And at the end, it's really cute because Bluey says, do you think one day ro- robot, that's what they called the trash in Australia, bins, mm-hmm. um, the trash cans. And sh- so he said, do you think one day there'll be a robot that will take our bins out? And the dad says, I hope not mm-hmm. because he really enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think if the dad had been like, we got to take the trash out. Well, that's no fun. No. But you still have to take the trash out. So why not make it Fun and right. interesting. And a connection time. And like a he connection learns about time. Bingo is being a little bullied by another kid at school. Uh-huh. So, yeah, let's just, can we just have a whole Bluey episode? Can we have we a whole Bluey, Bluey episode? Bluey is honestly therapy. I'm, yes. I hope that we haven't alienated people who don't have children. You sh- if you do not have children, you should watch you Bluey. You should still anyway. watch Bluey. Honestly, it is therapeutic. Therapeutic. There are nine minute episodes. Yes. And it is a delight. It is such a delight. I know that I was, I was skeptical at first and my, my, kids were skeptical but like i just want everyone i'm so glad brooke i know i feel like this is quite possibly the best outcome that has come out of the podcast is that now you're on the bluey train although Paige is still asking me if you have watched big city greens yet and i don't think you have listeners i'm making a evasive face right now which is i need to add it to my to-do list because i've never added it to my to-do list and if i don't put it on there it's never happening the kids watched it the other day and there was a line about like i have to get rid of everything that doesn't spark joy oh that's funny and nick was like have you told amanda about this episode adding it type 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 Wipe. Wipe. No. Nope. Watch. Watch Big City Big Greens. City Greens. Okay. Tilly's my favorite. Tilly's my Tilly's favorite character. Okay. I just added it to my to-do list. Okay. In real time. Sounds good. So the other thing that I was thinking about with marketing is, because I was saying how so much is about marketing to myself. Yes. You know, I'm doing this course that I'm really excited to tell people more about this whole concept of DBT and dialectal behavior therapy. And so we're digging in a lot about thoughts and emotions and the impact that that our thoughts have on our emotions. And I am the type of person where I can tend to do like, it's kind of called in the world, like black and white thinking or like catastrophic thinking. Hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. Where I'll be like, oh, I hate my life. I just hate everything. The dog is driving me crazy. Like whatever. Is it every 28 days? Every 28 days. (laughs) Isn't it funny? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. But for example, I'll say something like, oh, I hate my life or I'm so stressed out or business is terrible today. Today. Adding the word today or even right now Mm -hmm. or in this moment, like just to kind of like cut that whole catastrophizing Mm -hmm. down to size. It almost reminds me of, sorry, really going to go off on a little tangent I'm ready. Do you remember those Mentos commercials? Like Mentos, Mentos, Mentos fresh and full of life. It was like how the Mentos would turn around the person's life. Like they were having a bad day. Like Snickers, like the Snickers commercials. Well, sure. I mean, basically, I'm sure every product out there has had some sort sort of marketing campaign that's like, this is going to make, this is going to totally turn your day around. Right. But it makes me just think of like, I'm having a bad day today. I'm having a yes. bad moment right now. Right. And it's like marketing to yourself. Yes, this can get better and Mentos are going <laughs> to. Do those still Mentos. exist? Do they still exist? They were good. They were really? chewy. I think they do. Okay. And your next trip to the WA, 
check it out. I don't know if they would sell them at Wawa, but what? I can definitely. Well, I mean, just because Wawa has I think a it's limited more of a specialty item, it might be a it might be a specialty thing. Okay, Target maybe. All right, I don't know. We're I think look there's. It up. I, I think we're gonna hear from people that are big Mentos fan that are like, of course they still exist. How do you not can know I, this? I, I'm sorry, I need to look this up right now. Yeah, you're gonna Google that. They, yeah, they sell them at Target. Yeah, Mentos fruit rolls, and I'm gonna say that they sell them at Wawa too. Okay, well, fine. Fine. That is what I'm saying. Fine. That is but what anyway, I'm saying. But anyway, the way that Mentos tried to tell us that they could turn any situation around mm-hmm. by you were having a lousy moment. I There was like the guy who was wearing the suit and he sat on a bench that had just been freshly painted. And oh, then he, I remember, remember that. That's like the one that sticks out to me. I feel like I saw it recently on social media or something. But it was like, you know, the idea that then he had the Mentos and was able to laugh it off. Right. But sometimes it's all about sending that message to ourselves, maybe without the little thing of fruit roll Mentos. Fruit roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Do they so, only come in white? I feel like I only remember no. white Mentos. Mentos fruit rolls, I believe, are colorful. Okay. And then there's the mint one. Ugh. Oh, so you liked the fruity ones. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of mint things unless it's gum. So Mentos is not gum. Mentos is like a candy. It's a, it's chewy, a chewy candy. candy. Yeah, there's really there's a candy person alive and kicking. Okay. Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about this whole idea of marketing, it all comes back to like habits. Like James Clear mm-hmm. has these um, the four laws of habits, and I'm not remembering all four of them, but I remember three of them, and it's attractive satisfying and easy. Mm. So you're basically marketing a habit to yourself. Yeah. Like, look at me. I'm so easy. I'm so fun. I'm so attractive. You want to do me. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Sorry for any people listening with children. Amanda just (laughs) made an inappropriate innuendo there. I'm going to have to add the little explicit <laughs> E to this episode for that. It's fine. Anywho. Um, so it's basically wording. you're trying to market habits to yourself. Yeah. As something that you want to do. I really like this reframe, Brooke. I like it too just because – and, you know, when you and I were chatting about it, I questioned like is this because we're both entrepreneurs and we are – constantly marketing our businesses and marketing the podcast. And, you know, we are very much in a world where marketing is important. I was like, are other people going to get this? But sure, we're all, like I said, we're all familiar with how marketing works. We've all been sold something. I am wearing a pair of shoes that targeted me real hard on social media. And I tried them on and I bought them. May I also share that Brooke is like wiping her shoes off every day. Yeah, I am. I'm becoming, I'm <laughs> she's like. She's bought these adorable white, bright white Nikes. Nike and Air Max. Is, they're my first Nikes ever. What? I've never worn Nike. You know, I don't know if I've ever worn Nike. No. Like for workout shoes, I've always gotten like New Balance because they have like the really cushy inside. But these are super comfy. And yeah, like I said, they followed me the on social like media. The kids like the Nikes. The these, kids do like the yeah. Nikes these days. These days. And they get, they added a little pep to my step. Yeah. But yes, I have become that person that when I got home down. from the playground last night or yesterday because like I said, we did some laps around the yeah. playground on the on the – 
wood chips and stuff, and I wiped them down. Now, you do know about the magic eraser that you – I do. Okay. You yes, know about the magic eraser is magical. You're not there yet. I'm not there not yet. you're not dealing with long-term scuffing issues. No, no long-term scuffing, just the little dust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I picture you at the playground, like I see like a speck of dirt landing on your shoes and you like flinching. I mean <laughs> – I mean, these are an investment. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but they funny. do make me really happy. Yeah. And they okay, wait. So I just the leggings, they do. and sweatshirt look. They do. They're sprucing things up. Okay. <laughs> they really. They are. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just googled the other. What is the other habit? It's obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. Okay. That is how you make habits attractive okay. to yourself. Right? So mm-hmm. whether it's an actual habit or just something that you have to do today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think, right, market it to yourself as something that fits those categories. Yeah. And I also think that sometimes adding something that you have to do with something that you want to do is a really nice way. Like, for example, I have Fernando take our electronics that we recycle down to this recycling center in Delaware. And I've realized lately that he's real happy to do it. You mm. know why, Brooke? Because there's a little Peruvian restaurant that he likes that's pretty close to there. And he gets his ceviche and everything. So lately he's been like, hey, so do you have any electronics that need recycling? <laughs> and, I, and I realized when he kept asking me, I was like, oh. You can just you, go to the Peruvian restaurant <laughs> restaurant if you want, Fernando. But yeah. So now he's happy to do the electronics recycling because he knows he gets his little Peruvian restaurant treat. A little treat. A little treat. All right. Yeah. So we are, what did you call it? The chief marketing officers of our lives. Yes. I like it. Yes. I like it. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. What are ways that you're marketing things to make them more attractive and exciting to the other people in your lives or to yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Let's. Oh, we need some it. more voicemails. We've been getting some texts and some emails, which we're going to recap. Um, you know, we don't always read them in full, but we try to make sure we touch on everyone's. But like the voicemails are they real. spark joy. Real joy We sparker. like to hear your voices. We do. Let me see if I remember our phone number. Oh. I believe it's 484-490-9498. I have no idea. Oh, you don't even know? We had made saying, the song. I know. I, I know the last four digits are correct because I was like, oh, that's the year my brother graduated high school and I graduated. He graduated 94. I graduated 98. 484440. Is that what I said? Nope. Nope. You so said- disregard that first number <laughs> I said. That's going to be someone. Now let's do we the song. Know. Four eight four 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 oh nine four nine eight. That's our podcast phone number, and now it's time for a break. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars, and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We're back. Amanda, we're back. What is sparking joy for you these days? I actually cannot believe we haven't talked about this. I cannot believe we haven't talked about this. I think maybe you've mentioned them 
but just not as a joy sparker. But let's let's dive in. Tell us it's what's sparking joy. It's almost as if you had asked me what's your favorite thing in life. This would be my answer. <sighs> this is how strongly I feel about this. Is it because they marketed it well to you? They marketed Their it. Their messaging excellently to me. Okay. So I want to talk about Kizix. Mm-hmm. K-I-Z-I-K. These are these shoes, sneakers that I have. Um, and I just Googled to see how they describe themselves. The world's best hands-free slip-on shoes. Mm-hmm. You so it's so and they're really cute. Mm-hmm. Whenever I wear them, I have three pairs now. Whenever I wear them, people stop me. And when they stop me, I do the demonstration. <laughs> to I'll stop in the middle of the street. I will stand up in a coffee shop. I will give you the demonstration immediately because you just step right into the mm-hmm. shoe. And they're and they're adorable sneakers. They're they're not like I wouldn't like work out in these sneakers. No, I don't think they're really no. meant to be. They're leisure wear sneakers, yes. but, but they're I wear them every day essentially. They're per, and it's funny because a lot of haters <laughs> on the social media, if you look at their Instagram or whatever, will comment like, "How lazy do you have to be to not want to tie your shoes or to not want to sit down?" Okay, get them. And so, like, see how amazing they are, right. and then let's talk. Because these days, so many people have like shoe-free homes, mm-hmm. so you're always, you know, taking your shoes on off, off on and off the door. I take my shoes off on and off all the time because I'm going into people's homes, and a lot of times they're shoe-free. So, you know, I'm taking my shoes off, taking them off. Love just being able to get them on and off. People that have like any physical limitations. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. I've yes. heard that they're amazing for people that might have arthritis or yes. have any other accessibility issues yes, that I got make my it mom hard. a pair. Yeah. If you're pregnant, if you're traveling, they're amazing mm. because oh, the airport. Yep, airport. So these, I love them. Awesome. Love I still them. have not bought myself a pair. Yeah. I'm living the Nike life right now, as you may have heard. Yeah. But um, almost, I would say like, 60% of my friends have them as a result of me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm working on them hard. So check them out, kizik.com. Um, kizik.com. Oh, okay. And they have my favorite ones that are, I think are called the Cairo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put a link okay. to my favorite ones. All right. Can't believe I haven't talked about them yet. I know. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? So – I don't know if this is something that will work for everyone, but this has really taken some frish, friction. 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 Some friction out of my face washing routine. Okay. As I've mentioned before, I have pretty sensitive skin. Um, so I would constantly – okay. So when I wash my face at night, I first remove makeup. If I was wearing makeup that day, I remove my makeup with my Pond's cold cream. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's right. I forgot about I that. I used to use like the um, makeup eraser, like microfiber mm-hmm. washcloth thing. But it's not inexpensive. Like I had one that I would use like different corners of it and then throw it in the wash. Mm. But, you know, it was annoying because then if it wasn't clean, I was using a regular washcloth that was maybe a little um, scratchy. A little scratchy, yeah. scratchy. And then I wash my face with CeraVe and then I dry it. And I was finding that, like, I was either constantly re-wa- like, rewashing the makeup eraser thing or I was getting a new hand towel that I would use to dry my face. But, like, ultimately my face isn't that big. I don't need a giant <laughs> hand towel. And, like, it just – it was creating more laundry, more friction. So I ended up buying this 24-pack of um, 
like microfiber washcloths. Mm-hmm. They're 12 by 12 inches. I got them in like a charcoal gray so that, you know, if I'm removing eye makeup and stuff, like they're just oh, for that's me. that's a good idea. Yeah. So, but I didn't, I don't want like a light color that shows yeah, the makeup like once I wash it, you know, if it gets stained a little bit. I don't care if they get stained. But what I do, I, they're so soft and luxurious feeling. Mm-hmm. So every night when I wash my face, I go get a clean one. Mm-hmm. There's 24 of them. So yeah. that's not a big deal at all. And they're small and easy to throw into into the laundry. So every night, grab a clean one, um, wet half of it with warm water to remove the Pond's cold cream and makeup from my face. Okay. Then I wash my face with the CeraVe and I use the dry half of the microfiber cloth to dry my face. And then I also use it to wipe down my bathroom sink. Yep, yep, yep. And it has just... It's it's a great future self favor. You're getting like three for one in there. Three for one, and then yeah. I throw it in the laundry, yep. and it's not bulky, and I'm not running out of them because there's 24, and I'm laundry is my life. I do so much laundry, and I just want everyone to have this much joy in washing and drying their face at night. I love this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, for so great. many reasons. And the want- ones I bought. Sorry to interrupt. I yeah. the ones I bought. I got them on Amazon. They come in a ton of different colors. So I recommended them in like I think a Forever 35 Facebook group. Someone has three preteen daughters and wanted something like this but that came in different colors. So now each girl has a different color. And it's, again, this easy system. It doesn't feel like a ton of laundry because they're small. Yes. I don't know how that worked out for her, but I felt really excited that she was excited about the recommendation. Yes. And even with my new – bathroom system where I have a laundry basket in my bathroom, mm-hmm. that would even work so well for me because I just toss it right in the laundry exactly. basket in the bathroom. Yep. I like that. So soft, so luxe. Yes. And it was, these were $17 for a 24 pack. Obviously, I'm sure you can get higher priced ones. You can get um, a, oh, a pack of 72 Whoa. if you really wash your face Whoa. a lot or yeah. you have a bunch of people that you don't care about having different colors. But yeah, it's been – and sometimes I will grab one. Like if I can't find – if I'm upstairs and I notice a surface is dusty, I'll just grab one of them and use it to dust yes. because it's going in the wash. Well, I like what you're doing here because I keep a microfiber cloth on a command hook inside my little vanity in mm-hmm. my bathroom. And that's what I use to wipe down the sink every night. Mm-hmm. But you're using this cloth that's already that's a little already a little wet, already mm-hmm. has a little bit of cleaning product on it. So I mean, it's face wash. Yeah, but, sure. but it's basically it's just wipe, wiping off all the like water spots. Yeah. Yeah. Before I go to bed. Love it. And then you wake up to a clean bathroom. I know. And I, I like just this. feel like I'm doing something. You're nailing right. it. I'm nailing it. Nailing it. <sighs> Great. Feeling good. All right. All right, Amanda. So call us, text us, leave mm-hmm. voicemails. We want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Start conversations on the Facebook group. Yeah. Mascot is Junie. That's yes. who you have to answer. To join the group. To join the group. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com 
or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.